Welcome back to His and Hers Movie Podcast. This is episode number 59, featuring a review of a new sort of action thriller film titled Nobody that's currently playing in theaters this week. Me and Carly went and checked it out. Uh, I am one half of your hosting duo podcasting out of this southwestern Pennsylvania town uh, on March 28th, 8th at 1.48 a.m., uh, I'm JP, and podcasting with me tonight is the same person as usual. I think we're both pretty tired. It is Carly. Uh, what's going on? I am tired. I am annoyed, but I am here to record a pod with my buddy. Yeah, you know what? I'm like super mad, man. I've had the same recorder for the, like the last three years, and it always works. Like sometimes it'll mess up like every once in a while. Like, I think we lost an episode once because it was only recording my audio anyway it's just not working now just decided today to just not work anymore man just stop stopped working um just you know decided not to record your voice or it won't record my voice it'll only record your voice and i can't figure out why i've messed with the settings changed it back to the settings that i think usually work and it's just not working at all I hate it. I don't understand it. It just gets on my nerves. Yes, it is quite annoying. I have a cunt for a neighbor, and it is just a bad night. Yeah. So. Yeah, so this is going to be a little bit shorter one. Uh, We're not going to mess around with any uh, long intros or anything like that. We decided to do Nobody today because we went and seen it today. Uh, Mm -hmm. It was overall a good day before annoyance started happening. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, anything you have of note this week that you want to discuss or anything? Uh, not really. I mean, today, like you said, was a good day. I went out to eat this morning at Chick-fil-A with my friend Kaylee because she wanted Chick-fil-A. So we went there, and we got some Chick-fil-A, and we went back, and you and I went to the move, and that was nice to go to a move. I had free popcorn and sodi pop because it was my birth uh through the app so that was cool um and yeah it's nice to see movie new movies are finally in the theater because the theaters have been open but there's been nothing in them that makes it worth going to see so it's like finally we have stuff coming back of course king kong and that unholy movie and then some other ones are coming out next week so that'll be cool but we went to the move, we walked around the mall a little bit, looked around, and then we went to the fights with uh, your buddy, and, um, or we went to his house, rather, and that is how we ended the night, and now we are back here, and that is where the night took a drastic turn, but... Yeah, I'm yes. so mad about this damn recorder thing, dude, like, it's just making me more angry as I'm sitting here thinking about it. Don't think about it, just try uh, to, unin- you probably just need to uninstall it and reinstall it. I don't even, even know if I can, because I paid for it, and I don't know how to, like, get the, like, you know, download it again. Oh, it's a one-time payment, like? Yeah, I think they sent me, like, a code or something to, like, type in, and I don't know if I'll be able to do it again. Yeah, that's but, annoying. I don't yeah. know if Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the what we've watched segment here. Um, what did... Whose turn? I think Yours. it's... Okay, I guess it's mine. Um, yeah, I didn't really watch a whole lot either, so this will be pretty fast. Um, but, you know, first up, 
I watched Isolation as per my Survivor 5. You had watched that one last week. I think it was like the last thing you had talked about. And uh, yeah, um, I enjoyed this one. I definitely got the Thing vibes from it. You know, it's just kind of, it has this very isolated uh, um, setting where these people are kind of like on this farmland and then all these, uh, what is it, the cows are kind of mutated and such. And uh, it's, you know, there's people that live there and then there's like these two that are kind of, we're staying there just in like an RV or van or something like that. And uh, they kind of get wrapped up in it. So, um, you know that's kind of the whole movie is set in that one setting um but like i said i enjoyed it um i thought it had some really decent effects some gross out moments and a very eerie sort of murky depressing atmosphere uh throughout it that i appreciated i did find it a little bit slow at times uh and that's kind of my only issue with it is that you know after a while it just kind of got to be like a little bit boring at times for me but overall i thought it was cool i gave it like a seven out of ten then after that, I watched Final Destination from the year 2000, as per, has to kind of do with something we're doing for the next uh, Slumber Party Massacre show that shall record mm. this coming Tuesday. Um, but yeah, once that, you know, gets, gets out and everything, you'll understand. But, uh, well, you won't because you don't listen because you're fake. But mm. anyway, Final Destination, uh, good move. I, uh, you know, I have nostalgia for this one. Uh, it is one that I, it's one that I forget that I like, um, I've only seen one and two, I think. I don't think I've ever seen... Really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen... I own part three, but I don't recall actually watching it. I own it on, like, a stolen Hollywood video disc that, obviously, we must have rented back in the day and just never gave back and the Hollywood video closed. But I don't recall if I ever actually watched it. I might have seen bits and pieces, but that's it. Um, But anyway, um, the first one... I've always really liked, uh, I, I like how it's, you know, kind of a serious tone. Um, I always, that beginning with the airplane and everything and the explosion just really gives me chills and all the stuff, the premonition stuff and the sort of bad omens that lead up to all the bad stuff that happens in the, this movie is just, um, I think really well done. There are some effects in it like, that don't really hold up necessarily uh some silly things like that water and that one in the first dude's house uh kind of like it's like curling up on him and then it kind of like goes back into the wall it's kind of funny and then of course there's lightning and stuff like that at the end that's a little goofy but other than that like I said I enjoy it I think it I like how it takes itself seriously and I just like all the impending doom sense that you get and the whole plane crash in this one like I said it um not crash just like explosion uh that stuff creeps me out and i think it's really depressing too it's like your whole class gets burned up on a plane and you watch it and i feel that way about part two as well i think the car crash still holds up pretty well but anyway final destination i give that like an eight out of ten then after that i watched pervert exclamation point exclamation how was that from 2005 um definitely a weird one uh it's more comedy than anything it's a essentially a parody of sexploitation films and um i mean there are horror elements to it it's like this dude goes to stay with his dad he's like a college student and he goes back home to stay with his dad kind of in the middle of nowhere and his dad's got like this young uh hot girlfriend and um basically stuff starts happening and girls wind up dead and it's like you know someone's killing them and 
stuff like that. Um, at first I was like, oh god, I'm not going to like this at all, because it's very, very in-your-face goofy and over-the-top with the sex exploitation parody-ness of it. Um, and, you know, a lot of, lot of titties, you'll like it for that. And, nice. um, hot, hot females and whatnot, but, um, I do think, I did think it was funny. I, I thought the second, I enjoyed the last, like, act, I guess the second half of the film a lot more. I thought there was a lot of stuff that gets really funny once you get sort of this, like, reveal and stuff. Um, it's just really stupid, ridiculous, but I gave that, like, a six and a half out of ten. I know I saw Moods as a big fan of it, and I think Dave likes it, and, mm-hmm. well, they're perfects, so it makes sense. Um, but... And then lastly, after that, I just watched Child's Play last night from 1988. And that's also kind of to do with uh, Slumber Party Massacre. Um, What's that fucking doing? Nothing, dude. Just wait. You didn't even ask how many I have. How many do you have? A lot more. Anyway, no, Child's Play 1988, classic stuff. Um... This is honestly, you know, this has kind of become one of my favorites, too. Uh, it's another one that I don't watch a ton. Like, I do, say, like, the Friday the 13th movies for Halloween franchise. But I do like the Child's Play franchise uh, quite a bit. Um, the only one I really, really don't like is Seed of Chucky. Um, don't really care for Cult of Chucky too much, but I can give it a pass. But I think it's pretty solid, uh, all in all. And the first movie I've always loved, I love the theme music um the apartment kind of setting that they live in uh chucky is great and it's charles lee ray freaking brad durof uh, just everything i think it's a great great film and um it, you know great effect very well done in my opinion so i give that an eight and a half out of ten and that is all of the movie I've watched <clears throat> yeah all right. Um, what's the last one that I did last time? You never tell me before the show. I isolation. I literally actually just said it when I was reviewing isolation. I said, "Oh, the last one you reviewed was isolation." So that was like a heads up, so you can prepare. prepare I didn't even yourself. pay attention to you reviewing it. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. what'd you think of it? Are you serious right now? <laughs> Where were you? Uh, I was reading something. You, you don't read, dude. You listen to audiobooks. Yeah, you you basically didn't like it, I know. What? That's not what I said. I'm not... Go, go back and re-listen to our podcast if you want to hear my opinions on it. Well, I know they're wrong either way. <laughs> listen, go right. on. This is going to be a short one, okay? Come on! Come on, quickies. Uh-huh. Uh, no. The Ginger Dead Man, 2005. Waiting on a response. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm trying to choke to death. Like, go. <laughs> Why are you Come trying on. Like, to I'm, I'm telling you to talk so I can, like, cough off, like, on mute. <laughs> but, mute. like, you won't. I'm mute. That wasn't mute. So, The Ginger Dead Man basically follows a... It opens up with Gary Busey as a, as a maniac. And he breaks into this, like, diner. And he, like, kills this family. But uh, the girl survives, and the mom survives, actually. And years later, Gary Busey is being put to death. And Gary Busey's, like, mom or something, or girlfriend, I can't remember what it was. Uh, She basically puts a curse on this, like, dough or something and drops it off at the, uh, or, like, the seasoning for the dough. I can't really remember, sorry. (laughs) And she uh, drops it off at the restaurant, and they end up using it. But it's kind of stupid because also... 
the person preparing it uh it's like a bakery i guess uh he cuts himself and it leaks into the dough so it's like okay well did the blood bring him back or is it like this curse thing or like okay if the curse thing needed the blood how did the the witch know that he was going to need the blood so it's kind of stupid or like what like if she knew it needed blood like what if he just didn't cut himself it would have never worked anyway they they bake a cookie and it turns out to be gary Busey and his ginger dead man and he's gonna be he's pissed off and yelling and killing people um there's like sort of a love romance relationship thing going on and stuff like that it, it was kind of fun i enjoyed it i gave it a uh two and a half out of or sorry a five out of ten Jeez. uh and then doll graveyard also full moon film uh this one there was these uh there's like a prelude to the film where there's like this girl and the her dad makes her bury these dolls and stuff like that and years later um it's like present day and there's like a kid and his older sister who are being left home alone and he's all into action figures and stuff and he find and these dolls were buried out in their backyard they uh get dug up and he and they come back to life and start killing people and stuff like that it's basically a puppet master ripoff um it's i i enjoyed it i don't think it's great but it was it was okay i gave it a four and a half out of ten uh then i watched the amityville horror also survive 05 uh from 05 the remake and yeah i used to kind of defend this one a little bit but honestly it's didn't really hold up too much um i think that it has moments like i like some of the stuff with the kids chloe grace moretz and the little boy and stuff and the other little boy like where he has to chop the wood with with ryan Reynolds and stuff that's a pretty cool scene um but i feel like the thing that i don't like about it is like from the minute like in the original amityville film uh the lutz character george lutz it's like he slowly gets agitated at things and like it sort of amps up as the movie goes i feel like ryan reynolds is like immediately like jack torrance crazy like when the movie first like (laughs) whenever like just right at the beginning you know like he's already it's like too much like when he gets angry and stuff like it's like the wife like i would look at him like dude you're a freaking psychopath but like in the original when he's when george lutz is all getting mad and like that it's cold and stuff like that it seems like he's just like an angry dad like he's he's like much like you know it just seems like it's he's a little bit more angry than he would be but in this one it seems like ryan reynolds is like a psychopath and it doesn't work and um i think that like i don't know it just like there's some stuff in there that i just think isn't it's like the the flies are really bad like the cgi flies and stuff like that i don't think it's a horrible movie but it definitely isn't anywhere near as like good as the first two amityvilles to me yeah Uh, so i gave it a six out of ten i used i'm the same way i used to really enjoy the remake but then upon like a rewatch like two rewatches ago i was like wow this actually isn't that good and then when i rewatched it as 2005 prep i kind of went a little bit back up on it because i guess just nostalgia but I think they do kind of go a little over the top. I think Ryan Reynolds is good in the role, but it's a good comparison, too, to say he's, like, Jack Torrance right off the bat. Like, I think he does well, though, playing the kind of crazy, disheveled, psychopathic dad, but, like, they they do kind of amp it up too much. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> um, okay, and then I watched Army of Darkness 1992. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this too much because we're doing it on 22 shots this week. Um, we just recorded last night. Um, you know, it's the comedic Evil Dead film. It's like the really comedic one. Um, it was a really good conversation on there. There's there's some fun stuff with this movie. Some stuff annoys me, but you'll hear my full thoughts later. Uh, then uh, Evil Dead 2013. Um, I love that movie. <laughs> like, it's no surprise. Uh, you'll you'll hear it on. I mean, it, that show will be out before you hear this probably. But um, yeah, I just think that it's a blast, dude. It's like super gory, and it's just it's so much fun to me. And I I agree. Like the MacGyver scene is stupid, and the uh, characters are not the strongest but i think the movie's great um and then i watched saw 2 for my survive 05 and yeah it's a sequel to the first saw uh, a bunch of people trapped in like an escape room style house uh where they're breathing in a neurotoxin or some sort of um toxic chemical and there's antidotes scattered and hidden throughout the houses but the house but you have to do like traps to get it to get the antidote and then um the there's a detective in town who's like a crooked detective and he is in investigating jigsaw and it turns out his son is one of the people held captive in that house and he's trying to get it out of jigsaw so he could save his son but jigsaw has a game that he's playing um i really like saw too i like for some reason like I always thought this one was so great when I was a kid and then when I got older I realized like everybody kind of didn't like it and I'm like man that's so weird because you feel like if people didn't like it the franchise wouldn't have took off because it's really the sequel that made it that kicked off like the Saul Halloween run um but yeah I love I love this one I think I think it's one of my favorite sequels honestly and uh I'm, I feel like I'm alone in that um situation i think the story's cool and i love the twist in this one and how it plays out i just it's really creative and unexpected and i kind of like everybody working together in this like escape room type thing it's a lot of fun so i gave that an eight out of ten did you rewatch that one yet yeah i like i like that movie too i i didn't realize so many people did not but and I guess I under I, I can understand why they don't like in comparison to the first one, but um, I mean I've always liked it. Mm -hmm. So yes, I um, give like a seven and a half. And then yeah, the uh, final film that I watched is Fragile from 2005. Did you watch this one yet? No. <clears throat> um, I didn't realize this, but it's directed by Wame Balagario. Oh yes, of the course. director of Wreck. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah, Rec, mm -hmm. Rec 2, Sleep Tight. He's he's directed a bunch of good movies. Um, But yeah, this one is sort of like a ghost film. Uh, it follows a woman who... I think there's like this orphanage hospital thing. That's um, It's like a hospital that's like shutting down or something. And there's these kids that have to stay there until they can be placed. Um, and this girl gets a job there and um it's basically like haunted but the interesting thing about it is like the hit the backstory of like why this part like the ghost that's haunting the place um basically got like obsessed with a little girl that she was caring for it was like a nurse and she like 
um, would break the little girl's bones so that, that she wouldn't get better. Because she had that, like, brittle bone disease thing. Ooh. Yeah, so she would like, just constantly break this little girl's bones. And it was, like, kind of mm. messed up. Um, it's The ghost doesn't really look that good. And there is some problems with it. Um, it's a little slow, a little boring at times. I like the backstory. It feels like sort of a, like, because there's, like, the investigation narrative where she's trying to piece together, like, the like the history of this, like, place and, you know, investigating, finding old photographs and stuff like that. It reminds you of The Ring. Uh. Which makes sense because this came out, like, three years after The Ring. Mm. And it reminds you of, like, Orphanage, that Spanish film a little bit. You can see a little Spanish player in there. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was decent. I didn't think it was great, but I thought it was decent. I gave it a six out of 10. I think you would probably like it. Cool. Cool. Very cool. And that's it for me. All right. Oh, let's... But I did want to say, um, that was my 30th survival five. That's all I've watched. We record on the seventh, <laughs> which is uh you know not that many days like 40 days from now or something 40 mm -hmm. 42 days and uh jeremy me and him have a bet for a blu-ray he thinks that i can't make it to 75 watches by may 7th right so i mean i need to watch 45 more movies in around 40-ish days right so i need to get on it Right. Yes, buddy. You put yourself to very high standards. Yes. So I'll be watching a lot of Survivor Fives. Yes. All right. So let's get into our featured review, which is Nobody. Um, this is kind of a spur of the moment film. Um, we were thinking about going to see a movie today since we haven't seen a movie since Wrong Turn. And we were like, you know, I know King Kong comes out next week and Mortal Kombat a few weeks after that. Like, you know, and The Unholy's coming out in the theater. So there's a couple of films we could go see. But, like, we really getting the itch to go back to the theater. I had a day to wear off where we both could go. So we decided to see what was playing. It was like this, Tom and Jerry, or um, something. There's something. that Oh, that, that Disney movie that's out, Raya or something. And yeah. then nobody and we decided let's go with this nobody movie we saw the preview to it It looked like semi-decent has the guy from better call saul in it right. and and of course breaking bad yes <laughs> um which is saul so um yeah we decided to go check it out we what's sure the plot did. on that all right <clears throat> hutch mansell a suburban dad overlooked husband nothing neighbor a quote-unquote nobody when two thieves break into his home one night, Hutch's unknown long-simmering rage is ignited and propels him on a brutal path that will uncover dark secrets he fought to leave behind. Yes. That is the plot. That is the plot. Yes. So, basically, this guy is dealing with every day mundaneness. Like, the beginning of the movie, there's, like, a little montage of him going to work and coming it's like monday you know wake up feed the family you know take a jog mm. ride the bus to work punch in do your work 
come home, sleep. Tuesday, same thing. Boom, 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 boom. Wednesday, same thing. Boom, 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 boom. Quick cuts and stuff like that. Right. And then, um, like she said, somebody breaks into their house, his house. Um, he handles the situation by basically just being like, you know, take what you want, leave, you know. His son mm-hmm. tries to fight the criminals and he's all like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to let him go and stuff like that. And, and everybody's kind of giving him a little bit of shit for it. Like the cops are like, you know, you didn't swing at him at all. He had like a golf club or something. And he's like, and then the neighbor's like, man, I wish somebody would break into my fucking house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, I'd fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's sort of like that backhanded thing where it's like he's basically insulting the guy at the same time. And, you know, he doesn't get much respect. Everybody thinks he's kind of a little bit of a pansy. But little do they know he was this, like, super badass, like, assassin-type guy who worked for, like, the FBI, CIA, all the, you know, three-letter um, organizations. And he was, like, basically how he describes it is he was the guy... He was the last guy they sent in after everything else failed. So, like, the last guy you would want to to show up. And uh, he basically... It, like, it like reawakens his, like, inter, inner, like, assassin-type thing that he is. Um, we were talking, and it feels like a cross between, like, Death Wish and John Wick. Yes. Yes, definitely. So what did you think? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I think this guy, you know, old Saul, I think he was perfect for this role. Uh, you also have Christopher Lloyd in this flick. Oh, um, yeah, and the RZA. Right, the RZA. R-Z-A. Um, but, yes. And there's a few badass moments with them. Um, you know, I'm not huge on, like, action-y films, and that's kind of what you get with this. Like, you know, like you said, it's... Uh, kind of follows the john wick territory with that but I, it was I did, like super john wick yes but i did enjoy i like i enjoy action like at this caliber where it's um a lot of shooting and very like strategic getting away from stuff i do kind of enjoy watching that when i say i don't like action i mean i don't and like there's people some gore to... and like some great kills and stuff in it like good right. fight sequences it's not overly like quick cuts like you know there's actually like you know it's got good cinematography and the music's good too there's like a lot of cool old songs in there and um you get you really get the sense that this guy is like a badass you know what i mean like you understand that from the get-go like he talks to the rizza early on after the break-in and uh he describes like what happened and he like he saw a bunch of stuff like we didn't even see like he knew exactly what kind of gun it was it was like an old like 38 special smith and wesson and he said it wasn't even loaded like he could tell it wasn't even loaded from like looking at the gun so he's you get the sense right away that he's like some badass who like knew could have like easily diffused and and murdered those fools but just didn't because he's he's living this lifestyle of mediocrity and they do talk later in the film of like why he wants that um because he left this like crazy lifestyle for this boring like family life but he's kind of mundane it's like kind of mundane and he's like kind of over it whenever that situation arises because it like it awakens something inside him yep there went my thunder there went my thunder wait what (laughs) what 
Nothing. I was just like in the middle of talking, and then you came in and just said really? everything. Really? I thought yeah. you were done. I was no. I was literally in the middle of saying okay. like Can you stuff. Well, I was gonna say like about the act. <laughs> action films and stuff. I was like talking about uh, how this one is cool because it's not people jumping out of skyscrapers and explosions. I like the gun things and whatnot. Uh, but. Yeah, uh, I, I I enjoyed it overall. Uh, the only thing, you know, I'll say is that it's because it's so much like John Wick and Death Wish and stuff. I feel like it will be kind of forgettable, overlooked, maybe uh, because it's just a little bit more of the same. I feel a lot of people might see it right. that way. Um, but it's like kind of almost a rip off of John Wick. Yeah, even like with the. Like, there's kind of like a simplistic moment that really makes the guy snap. I mean, I've never. I know, like, the gist of John Wick. I've only seen, like, part three of John Wick or whatever the newest one was that came out, three or four. So, but I know, like, the main thing is, like, with a dog and then he, like, uh-huh. goes berserk. But, like, that's kind of what happens in this movie, too, is, like, something. Yeah, it's like his a, daughter. It's, yeah, it's something of his daughter's. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really fun, though, man. I, I really like this movie. I, I had a kind of blast with it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when, like, christopher lloyd a uh, dude man i mean what how old is he like 90 he's 82 but i thought he was I, it was what? funny we were watching it and i was like man that guy looked like christopher lloyd <laughs> you're like it is christopher lloyd yeah it said it in the opening credits and i was thinking like oh he probably just has this cameo appearance because the first scene you see him and he's just like in a nursing home sitting in his chair asleep and i thought like oh they probably just like got a big name to just for the sake of it but they actually he actually has a decent role in the film and it's uh mm-hmm. cool to see him having a it's badass a role roll that's what i'm saying no you're saying roll all right it's time for me to go to bed but anyway it's cool yeah. to see him you know How still many, what do you have we're on the main review oh, dude i meant I'm like so i'm about to go like kill a bunch of people anyway <laughs> are um, you about to snap like this guy like yes, nobody? i'm gonna be yeah, I'm gonna become nobody. I like unhinged better. I like. I shall become unhinged. Are you becoming, are you, are you an unhinged you nobody. Unhinged. I shall become a somebody. That's what I'm gonna do. But no, yes, this was a good movie. I do recommend it, um, especially if you do like the movies in the vein of John Wick. Um, and I thought the performances were good, and it was just it was just a fun time. You know, it's not something to take too overly serious. Serious, yeah. You can't yeah. take it too serious. It's it's a really fun movie. It's it's good, you know. It was it's better than movie. I thought it was. I, yeah. Honestly, when we saw the trailer, I thought oh, this looks like a generic pile of crap, kind of. But like, mm-hmm. it's actually a good. I mean, film. it's kind of generic, but still, yeah. it's not a pile of crap. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I really liked um, what's his name? Uh, Riza. Like he's really fun in it, and he has this like sniper rifle, and he like shoots three people in the head with one bullet, and it's really cool. I like yeah. that. It's like a collateral damage type thing if you're a COD player. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I don't really have a ton more on this one. I, I think it's a pretty cool movie, though. Yes. All right, that is that's all I really have to say. Um, I guess I shall get into letterbox reviews. Yes, letterbox right. reviews. All right, I shall read. Let's see. I'll just read a good review first, I guess, which is four and a half stars, coming from some guy named Con Johner. Con Johner. Doesn't have well, well, he doesn't have any favorite movies actually listed. 
but his most recent watches were Justice League and The Little Things, so he clearly keeps up on his new moves. Let's see. But he said, was not expecting this caliber of a movie, went into it knowing I love Bob Odenkirk and the trailer made the movie look fun and that I was kind of looking for an excuse to go back to the draft house and give them my money. If you've seen the trailer, you know that the plot is pretty similar to John Wick, another fantastic action film, albeit a lot more lighthearted and funny in parts. We know that Bob Odenkirk character, Hutch, lol, used to work in the intelligence community before settling into a job a man of a manager in a construction company, I think, question mark. The ge genesis of his return to his former violent life is initially a head scratcher, but is explained as the movie unfolds and is actually fairly believable. The writing is funny and quick. The acting on all fronts is fantastic. Music is well selected throughout and the movie even has some cameos I did not expect and that were just fantastic. The action, action sequences delivered just as intended, but when taken together with everything else this movie has to offer, I was floored. Kind of set up for a sequel as well, which if handled better than John Wick, has the potential to be a new favorite franchise of mine. See it, and please don't let this movie be misunderstood. That was a good review. <clears throat> and then let's, this is a two-star review by a guy named Will Hollis. Now, Will Hollis... Two, okay, I'm done with Letterboxd. Like, this is so stupid. I guess it just doesn't show that they're fa their favorite movies anymore, but whatever. Okay, Will Hollis, though, says, There's nothing about this that hasn't been done before in the Wick that hasn't been done better in the Wick films. It's a middling, mediocre project for these guys to do in between Wick movies. There's nothing all that wrong with it on paper. It just simply comes off as bland and forgettable. The action is good in spurts, but it doesn't feel like it is directed, edited right. Outside of one sequence, most of the action sequences utilize quick cuts. Gone is the open space of the wick sequences where you can see a sequence unfold through one take and great stunt choreography. Odenkirk and Lloyd are great and are extremely dedicated to this, but besides that, I don't think this has much to offer. Those are the reviews. So, <clears throat> are you there, buddy? I am here. So, let's go ahead and get into some ratings. Um, I shall go first, and I like Nobody. I think it's a really fun movie. I don't think it's, like, fantastically great or anything, but it was entertaining. A good popcorn movie. Don't overthink it. Enjoy it. Go see it. I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. All right. All right. Yes. Um, and I am right there with you. I would give it a 7.5 out of 10 as well. Um... You know, I would give it higher if it wasn't something that, you know, had been done before kind of deal. Right. But like it's I, a little I could, too much like John Wick. Which yeah, is I would. Better. Right. I would give it like an eighth, but a seven and a half, I think, is appropriate for this caliber of film. Mm -hmm. So, yes. The end. All right. Well, uh, with that said, we will see you guys next time where we will be covering King Kong versus Godzilla. Zilla. Yes. Godzilla. <laughs> Yeah. Who right. who who do you like more? King Kong. Hell yeah, fist bump. I think King Kong. King Kong is scarier to me because he's like. You didn't do it. What? Fist oh. bump. Oh, I, fist okay. bump. 
fist bump. Ah, nice. Yes, we did it. Um, but King Kong is just scarier to me because he's like a giant ape, and like I just feel like he's more realistic. And then you have like Godzilla, that's just like this monster in the sea. Like I, I don't know. I just always found like I've had nightmares about King Kong before. Really? Yeah, it just creeps me out. Like thinking like you could be walking down the street, and then there's like this giant freaking monkey ape thing like right in front of you. All right. Well, okay. That should be fun, buddy. Yep, it should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really excited to see that on the big screen. Godzilla King of Monsters bored me to tears. Yeah, I really have. Because this one has King Kong in it, I'm more excited than those other. Yeah, well, did you see Skull Island? No, you've asked me that. You should actually check it out, honestly. All right, buddy. I will mark that in my calendar. All right. All right. All right, well, uh, with that said, I guess we shall see you guys next time. Peace out. Bye.